How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Legends Only. My name is T. Kyle. And I'm Bradley. And this is your weekly pop culture podcast where we talk about Legends Only. It's a cold one. Literally. It's chilly. It's like walking on snow. Thank you. I was about to sing freeze, but any Jordan Sparks oh, reference. Darling, can we freeze? No, I meant Jordan's freeze. But oh. she's got Is it just dawning on me? She has two iconic songs about the cold weather. Yeah. Huh. Cold freeze. as fire, baby. The moment. Okay. Yep. <laughs> It's a cold one here on the East Coast. It is. So uh, thank you, Jordan Sparks, for for providing the soundtrack to that. Yeah. Yeah, it's like 18 degrees. Slay. <laughs> well, welcome back, everybody. We um, have some poll results from last week's episode that I, I wanted to yes, read on here. This will be a shock to me. I did not see them myself, so it'll be a live reveal. I always forget that we can do Spotify polls if you're listening on Spotify. Yes. And last week, we asked you, the audience, what you think about Dolby Atmos, because we kind of dragged her a bit. (laughs) In by her hair. (laughs) In surround sound. (laughs) And 66% of you said you've never used it. Oh. 15% said flop. (laughs) 19% said bot. Okay. Does that even add up? I was just going to say, I feel like, well, you didn't go in order of greatness, so... More people say slay than flop. Yeah, it's like but most people just haven't tried it. Yeah, because they're Spotify girls. Right. It is funny that we asked about Dolby Atmos on Spotify. Oh wait, so then obviously they wouldn't know about it because they're not. Oh my god, I'm. You know, sometimes I think I'm a genius, and other times I really shock myself with how stupid I am. That is iconic. Oh my god, what do you I think didn't... of this Apple Music feature <laughs> on Spotify? God, that it's all. <laughs> Oh my God, should I cut this out? (laughs) No, we have to leave this. That's brilliant. I'm bright red right now. (laughs) That is the dumbest thing. Oh my fucking God. I really thought I did that. What were your replay results on Apple Music? Vote here on Spotify. (laughs) Well, uh, next time I will consult with my co-host before I upload the poll. No, I love it. You should ask more things that are exclusive to other apps that are not the app we use. <laughs> anyway, uh, the Coachella lineup was announced this week. Yes, the Coachella 2024 lineup is here. Are we going? Indio, no, California? I... We sure aren't. <laughs> I'm saving up for one concert in 2024. 
Oh? Until, you know, further notice if my uh, financial situation changes. Okay. But it is Kygo. You're number one. That's it. <laughs> oh, just like- Stay tuned. And we also don't know where or when. Just no, a Kygo. Just him. Okay. Yeah. Well, stay tuned. Wherever it is, I will More find somewhere him. to go. But anywho, Coachella is back. Coachella's back. And as always, the brands ran wild with the memes. Oh, that's true. Yeah. We got Pepcella. Uh-huh. Which sent me because Susie Sheep got like second line placement. You know she was quivering. She was shaking. Yeah. She was on that phone <laughs> asking where the hell her <laughs> headlining set Damn, is. Damn, I got it. Bad. <laughs> yeah, and then Grinder did one. Shout out to Grinder. They really did that with this one. This one's funny. So the headliners are the Renaissance Visuals, <laughs> AI Head. I don't know who this is. AI Henry Cavill. Oh, you don't know? Okay, he no. played Superman. Oh, yeah, hot. And he's in The Witcher and a bunch of other things. Yeah, <laughs> got it. And then the other headliner is By Cock. <laughs> B.I. Yeah. To be clear. Um, always a winning uh, selection there. <laughs> Secondary. Uh, oh, I don't even, I don't like this ranking of people, but they <laughs> did this, not me. We have Z-Way interviewing Gypsy Rose. <laughs> Reality Von Tease. Brittany with Knives. Addison Ray, Yes. The Chromatica Ball film. And Trisha Paytas. This is funny. This is actually... They're very dialed in. I know this is a joke, but this would sell tickets. Oh, 100%. Honestly. If they would just start listening to gay people, maybe people would start going to Coachella again. (laughs) Their users? (laughs) Yeah. yeah. That's going to be their poll, is asking straights. Yeah. Uh, Well, in the actual Coachella, (laughs) we have some exciting headliners. Lana Del Rey. Lana Del Rey doing the first, the Friday night shows on april 12th and 19th tyler the creator doing the saturdays april 13th and 20 and on sunday's night we are doing doja cat and at the very end there's a little note before we get into everybody else and no doubt which the comeback i have to be honest i did not see this coming no gwen stefani's being forced to be cool no (laughs) relation to cool by Gwen Stefani. <laughs> the check must have been big. I feel. I don't. Because I. she has no need to do this. This is the thing. True. This is a favor, I feel. For somebody, I don't know. For the bandmates, maybe. But oh, like. For her. She's fine, though. She was like getting that the voice check every other season. Like, I feel like she doesn't need to do anything. Slow clap for her. Oh, not slow clap. <laughs> Let me reintroduce myself. I want to hear of the Baby Coachella. Don't Lie. Someone remix that. So that's a question. Do you think she'll do anything solo? No. I don't think I so I don't either. think she'll yeah. do that. I watched Maybe the... like one song to like let the band, yeah. you know. Oh, that could be. A seg. It could be fun like to mix in a line or two from like What You Waiting For. Yeah. That could be fun. I don't know if you saw this on TikTok. Um, I need a TikTok break in general because this is happening too often now. All of the comments were what's no doubt what does oh. and no doubt mean like what is that teasing it was like all these like, oh my z- god the new ariana era yeah. <laughs> all these Gen z coming. comments were like and no doubt about what 
It's fine. It's fine. We're aging. The wheels of time are moving swiftly. It's just... How many times do I come on this podcast every week and I'm like, who is that? Well, yeah, I guess you just did that with Henry Cavill, but... (laughs) I just... It it always hurts a little bit. We all have blind spots, okay? We do. But... It's funnier because I think, no doubt, trends a lot on TikTok. Like, I think, like, spider webs and Just a Girl and It's My Life. Like, I feel like those songs do float up still, but maybe I'm wrong. Or just... I think her songs do yeah. as well. Yeah, that's true. They'll learn. They'll quickly learn. I, you They'll know, learn whether they're there. I was definitely raised on, like, Tragic Kingdom, no doubt. Like, that era of Gwen is definitely part of my childhood, so I am excited about this. She was a cool girl. She just, you know. Got married. That man. <laughs> that man. Yeah, it happens to a lot of them. It's it fine. does happen to a lot of them. I don't need a man to make it happen. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm excited to see what Lana does. I'm very excited for Lana, but she feels like almost like an obvious tried and true festival girl. Like, of course, Lana's doing this. So that wasn't a surprise at all to me. I don't know, though. I feel like she doesn't get... Headline? Yeah. I liked what Phineas wrote on Threads. Let's do a poll on X about Threads. Okay. (laughs) What's your favorite tweet of all time on Threads? (laughs) I'm kind of becoming a Threads girl. I need to get back onto Threads. I've been hanging on by a thread. Now that the copy-pasting of like all the platitudes... Uh Uh-huh. Although I should just lean in and do it, too. You should. (laughs) It's just everyone copying the same thing. But Phineas threaded, as a career-long superfan of Lana Del Rey, it brings me so much joy seeing her rightfully and at long last headlining Coachella, a visionary artist who has been dismissed and misunderstood time and time again, emerging victorious, is impossible not to root for. Wow. And I was like, he kind of spills. But also he literally, she birthed his sister, Billy absolutely is a daughter of lana like the vibe of it the lana janet has... is to britney what <laughs> lana is to yeah. billy uh, lana has many pop daughters in my opinion she shifted the sound of radio to be sort of that down tempo yeah like moody whatever vibe so i'm not surprised that phineas sings her praises and i guess i'm almost i've taken it for granted because i've seen so many videos of lana doing massive massive festivals like I guess in different countries and stuff that I forgot. Maybe she's never done headlining Coachella. I'm happy. I love it. It's I'm very unbrand. It. It's very, it's, she'll no, you have a great set. It. She'll have a great set. I'll I hope live. this one streams, by the way. It should. I don't see why not. Who was it last year that was like banned streaming? Was it Frank Ocean or something? Something. I can't remember. I Everything's forget. a blur. Yeah. But there are a ton of names that, you know, just because they're not on the top line doesn't mean that it's not exciting. John Summit and Dom Dalla, B2B. <laughs> if everyone would look back at everything I've been saying, praying, preaching, praying, and saying, and praying. Everyone's just staring yeah, at everyone's their like, app. We get it. <laughs> <laughs> I have slowly been converting people into a John Christianity. Summit stand. Oh, <laughs> and, and that. Well, somebody's got to do it. He's going to Tahoe. What does that mean? I don't know. I'm, I have a, <laughs> the, the place, Lake, Lake Tahoe. There's a lake called Lake Tahoe. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Okay. That's awesome. I though. have a crush that lives there. It's a long story. I don't want to talk about it. Okay. Well, I think that's the one probably... that got away. Oh, 
anyway. I think there's probably the deeper story to that. Yeah. So I sent it to him and I was like, mm. and you listen, let me know if it, you like did it. Did you just say left on red? No. Oh. He said, I'm going to check it out. Listening it now. Go? Oh. I don't know. We'll find out. Stay tuned. Uh, anyway, we've got plenty of acts that are pretty exciting that. I'm always more excited by the fine print acts, to be honest. It's like they sneak in these names where I'm like, oh, my God. And then, yeah, we've got everyone from Peso Pluma to AT's Peggy Goo. (gasps) Sabrina Carpenter, she's going to be giving us some sort of custom Coachella sign off. That'll be funny and memorable. Tyla, that's exciting. She's going to be doing water. Mm -hmm. Water in the desert. (laughs) Gorgon City. Tinashe. Chloe, Chapel Rowan. Oh, God, there's so many. There's so many. We've it's got a good some. list. Yeah, Grimes. We've got K pop love with La Seraphine. Purple Disco Machine is also going to do a set. Ice Spice. God, there's a ton. Oh, BB Rexa. Let us not forget. Victoria Monet. DJ Snake. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of dance acts, of course. Should be fun time for the girls in the desert. Oh, Ray. Justice for Ray. It's such a good list. It's it's good. Well, maybe we can get Sugar Bear Hair to get us in with VIP. <laughs> we should <laughs> take pictures in our chaps in front of the Ferris wheel. And you did it at my birthday dinner. That would be me in the Ferris wheel. And then let's go be viral in the Ferris wheel. <laughs> <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. Well, we hope everyone who's going enjoys. I'll be watching that YouTube stream from the uh, air conditions casual safety and security of my home yeah who knows maybe i'll throw on a pair of chaps yeah you never know speaking of acts that are performing Mm. your fave got herself in (laughs) a little moment this week why don't you let everyone know what that is (sighs) i'm about to get (laughs) i'm about i'm about to have a moment well fucking little Madonna is facing a lawsuit, and I want to get these details correctly so everyone understands the extent of what this lawsuit is about. Two Madonna fans filed a federal lawsuit against Madonna for starting her concert several hours late. Get a good lawyer. Claiming they had to wake up early for work the next day. Michael Fellows and Jonathan Haddon wanted to get into the groove and purchase tickets for the show December 13th at Barclays Center, which I also attended for the record which is important to this story. According to the lawsuit, the tickets said the performance would be at 8.30, but she didn't take the stage until about 10.45. She's tired. (laughs) I know. (laughs) The men claim that by the time they left the venue at 1 a.m., they were stranded due to limited public transportation options and had to pay more to order a rideshare, which was experiencing surge pricing, and they are hung up over the fact that they had to get up early for work the next day. They are claiming against Madonna and Live Nation unconscionable, unfair, and or deceptive trade practices claiming breach of contract. Representatives for Madonna did not immediately respond to requests for comment. So I gotta be real with you guys. <laughs> you look like f***ing clowns. This? Why is this gonna be me next week? <laughs> it's gonna be you <laughs> filing a lawsuit. I'm gonna join in. I realize that I am probably in the minority opinion on this. I understand that I am the villain in this and that I don't give a fuck. But I am so sorry. These men are losers. Oh. <laughs> Get a fucking grip. I 
I'm sorry. I don't give a fuck if a superstar is late. I have, first of all, she's not the worst offender. The worst offender for me is Grace Jones. Oh yeah. Grace Jones will be three hours late to an event and I will stay the whole time waiting for her. She's not by far. And I feel like everyone has like post pandemic brain and they forget that concerts often started late, but now things are a lot more like to schedule than they were in the before times. My whole thing is that is a rock and roll legend. I don't give a fuck when she gets on the stage. I'm having a good time. Literally, Stuart Price is DJing, a legend. Enjoy that. Go walk around, buy a hot dog, go get merch, talk to a friend, suck a dick in the bathroom like a normal person. (laughs) I just don't get it. I think if you're going to go for a weekday concert, you should prepare for a long night in general. You should think of worst case scenario, the artist is late. I might have to wake up early for work the next day maybe take off work because you had a time time in advance to do that i don't know i'm an asshole i don't give a fuck i think i've turned into lexi featherston from sex in the city which i know you don't know the reference but basically it's an iconic character who goes on a long rant about how new york is dead and nobody wants to have any fun anymore and everyone's boring i think we should have that conversation ultimately she falls out the window but oh (laughs) and that's who i've become would it be nice if Madonna started on time? Of course. I just, I don't, it didn't ruin my, two hours did not make or break my experience, which by the way, I got out, I walked to the subway, I got on, I came to Manhattan, it was fine. I paid the fare like everybody else, I got home immediately like everybody else, in my opinion, it was fine. Also, I think one's from Brooklyn anyway, so it's like, you were already in Brooklyn. I digress. I know, whatever, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, no, you spilled. I agree. There is a certain legend status. It's diva time. That gives you a pass. Here's my thing, though. Uh-huh. If you're going to start late, just, just list say the show late. at 1030. I know. Then you're on time, even though you're late. <laughs> I know. And also, too, I think about all the people working. I know. Then you could let them come in later. Mm-hmm. Everyone's not sitting there waiting around. You could yeah. stay at, you know, you could go get dinner beforehand. You're like, oh, the show's not till 1030. Right. I'm going to have a night. Yeah. Just do that. Just build a show. I don't 1030 p.m. Yep. Knowing that you're going to be like 1045 anyway. That's fine. Then it clears this whole problem up. I get it. There is a part of me that wonders if the superstars like to have the crowd get real. You know, I don't know. Maybe tipsy, like start getting real, like anxious rant like i don't know if that adds to the the yearning that comes when they finally come and there's like a finally thank fucking god they're here i don't know if that adds to the element oh, like of it. last week at the bar when <laughs> to be fair you did showtime stay... starts at five minutes an hour 30 later you did stay at hour 30 <laughs> for a britney impersonator i did so which by the this i'm totally sidetracking but we should shout out nick gaga nick gaga we were yes, unexpectedly we walked into balcone here in new york yes after recording, had no idea what we were getting into. At like 8.25 p.m., by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Put on a literal Born This Way ball. The entire the fuck Born up. This Way ball. It was so good, but it yeah. It was so good. Shout out to Nick Gaga. I think I'm like... I'm of two minds about it. I'm, I'm like, cagey I about get it, it. But I'm also just like, just build the show at no, 10.30. I get it. I get it. I was... I was I was gonna f- I I I feel like I need to fight about it because I don't know why but yeah because your whole thing is like hello are you a Madonna fan or right. are you not a Madonna fan right and I understand it's come rude. on everybody what <laughs> like she's always late like when I saw her 
a decade ago, yeah. she went on at like 11.30. Like this right. is no, you know she's late. <laughs> you know she's late. Yeah. I just think- We all if, know. If, the, if truly two hours is make or break for you, just don't buy the ticket. Yeah. Like if you know, and apparently they are longtime fans and know she has a history of this, maybe just don't buy into this situation just at all. just to get a refund in my personal opinion. I agree. Allegedly conspiracy theory in my own personal opinion. I just find the, the reasoning- for the suit absolutely absurd that yeah. you have work the next day and also that there's no ride share or that it's surge or whatever it was like a wednesday if you go to an 11 p.m showing at a movie theater you get out at 2 a.m like that's and that's happens every single day at movie theaters in this yeah city. so i'm like Ugh. also you spilled like they were from brooklyn it was in brooklyn i mean let's be honest yeah it's <laughs> they'll get refunded and probably they'll get refunded <laughs> Like, obviously, Eight. yeah, she should be on time and she's a bitch, but... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've gone to shows that start at 2 a.m. before. Right. But it's like, thing. it's billed for 2 a.m. So yeah. I'm like, I know. I just better not see these men at Horse Meat Disco piling out of a taxi at 6 a.m. going to their office job at 9 a.m. Oh, wow. Call it out. Call it out. Speaking of Horse Meat Disco, <laughs> I saw a tweet the other day or something on threads. I don't even know what. That it's called that because Horse Meat Disco. Oh. And here I thought it Get was it. about the ketamine. That's but what I thought too. I think it has multiple meanings, to be honest. Wow. Horse, horse meat disco. More on ketamine later. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's a great teaser. Anyway. Oh, well, speaking of concerts. Yes. And Jamie I'm, Lee. Oh. oh, I just want to say <laughs> that I. <laughs> Sorry. I know I'm going to like some people are like have like really clapped back at me in my mentions and really been like, fuck you. How she should, dare she? she th- this is her job. to professionalism? Yes. That is what I've been experiencing. And I say, I understand. Just don't go. Just don't go. Yeah. Don't come. Do I not just come. think more of like the people working, like no, the that janitors part and the people who are literally waiting for the show to end to start cleaning up the confetti, like you're screwing them all well, over. Well, I'll tell you what, if it was a, a lawsuit from a concert worker, I would never drag them. I would be like, yeah, that checks out. Yeah. Fuck you, Madonna. Like but... it's not a sports event. Like if you work a sports event where yeah. you know you could go in overtime yeah. or like the US Open, those girls are perched. They're I like, get it. I'm getting paid my overtime. I get it. They're going into a fifth set. It's fine. I, uh, I, don't, I don't know, but that I do understand for sure. And that sucks. Yeah. Well, someone else who had something to say about concerts this week on the Kelly Clarkson show was <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis. And oh. she is making a pitch for matinee concerts. She, this is one of her crusades. Yeah. She has been on this. Yeah. And Kelly was even co-signing it. Yeah. She was like, I would do a 4 PM. And Jamie Lee was like, no, that's too late. I want to be home by 4 PM. <laughs> She's like, Coldplay. What happened? Can we do a 1 p.m.? Well, once again, we find Trisha Paytas as a pioneer because you went to a 1 p.m. Sunday show, didn't oh, you? Oh, yeah. Like off, <laughs> off, off Broadway. Like you a YMCA a... all the way uptown. <laughs> These gays want to complain about Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I remember that vividly. Yes. Oh, yeah. It was like a... 1, 1 p.m. p.m. On a Sunday, On I a think. Sunday. And it was so... I was front row. I was screaming, yeah. shaking, <laughs> queen of pop. Um, That's fine. It doesn't need to be really late at night. Lord knows I'm not trying to be out till 3 a.m. It's just, I feel like the you have vibe, to plan it accordingly. The vibe is off if you leave a concert at noon and you just, uh, I don't know. What are you going to do? I guess day drink. It's like leaving like brunch. Bar at like hopping. Two. Like I think that could be good for people, but I don't know. I think there's a market for it. Yes. For the advanced years community. <laughs> hey, <laughs> we're going to be there soon. I know it. I know. Some it. would say we're already there now. 
it does yeah it does reflect her her a madonna's audience that they're grumpy about the time it's like oh well that's because the audience is predominantly of a certain age although i will say fred again at forest hills which has the 10 p.m curfew so they end at 9 30 that was kind of a sleigh Mm -hmm. because it was like i was ready to go out after yeah i was like ooh. Mm -hmm. no i yeah (laughs) yep anyway See you then. See you then. And I apologies if I offended anyone for defending my unapologetic bitch. Idol. Yeah. Take that. Take that. See you at midnight on Tuesday. <laughs> I don't even know when I'm going to go. Oh, yeah. You might You might go to the celebration tour? I mean, I feel like it's... I've seen her before. Yes. So it's like I've... But like, it's so iconic. Yeah. I'm like, I have to go. Well, get but in like, a nap. <laughs> <laughs> it's like $300 to be literally at the top row above the 300s. Oh, for now. I It definitely drops. It Should I wait till day of? Day of, yeah. Okay, I'll wait till day of. Yeah. I don't know. I might have work the next morning. I know. You might want to prep my lawsuit. Your kids. You got to <laughs> send them to school. Anyway, someone else just dropped a new trailer this week. Oh. Whom I don't know. <laughs> J-Lo has dropped the movie experience trailer. Yes, the... Which is news to everyone who saw it that it is a album visual experience. Yeah. Even though I felt like people knew this. I didn't. Nobody knew this. Yeah. She created a full movie with Amazon for This Is Me. Now. And I'm very passionate about this as well. This is going to be, hopefully, a camp classic in the making. I was taken back by the level of... (laughs) expensiveness from the mind this... heart and soul of jennifer lopez and what dreams of jennifer lopez i feel like i'm gonna get I... oh you it texted something... like why did she kind of eat or something like that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait why was that jlo trailer kind of kavant oh okay oh fair <laughs> secret secret lover the heartbeat that like cgi like mm-hmm. that was expensive oh, 3d work this is an expensive project for sure that on the floor check is being put to use (laughs) i'm gonna watch it oh of course i'm definitely gonna watch it but i feel like people need to come into this with the right mindset of like this could be potentially so fucking funny and bad that it's amazing which i I would love that if she if she went camp yeah i would live for it well the one video for can't get enough i don't know if you watched it but it's part of the video and that's her making fun of her marriages and stuff so i feel like that was a good sign. That seemed fun. It's making more sense now. I thought, because she does movies, as we all know. Oh, yeah. And so when I saw the Spotify canvas, listening with Dolby Atmos, um, <laughs> I was like, oh, it's another Made in Manhattan or like one of these movies, rom-coms. Yeah, she made a rom-com for her album. Which now makes sense. So, Which is camp. From what I can tell, this is a Marvel movie about being a sex <laughs> addict? Question mark. It... <laughs> because we see her fucking like a bunch of guys but not like explicitly but like making out with guys and then we see a friend being like we think you're a sex addict and she's like what and then you see her in like a high school gymnasium standing up and being like hi my name is j-lo is that really going to be the theme of this fucking project but then ben affleck of course is going to be in this somehow because this is the album about ben and there's a ton of guest names kim petrus oh yeah Derek huff there's a bunch of people I'm kind of perched. I'm I won't obsessed. Lie. I feel like because it's so over the top. It's giving enough and made in Manhattan and 
Anaconda and Ed, Hustlers a little Selena bit. Selena and Hustlers. Which if you're new to the pod, Hustlers, like you know how I feel about Hustlers. Like honestly, cinematic masterpiece. The thing is, JLo's a great movie star. She's she I has her. Elaine, but she her her aesthetic is absolutely off the walls, indescribable. Like I could not tell you anything. I have no idea what this project means or is. It's just so that that trailer. Can I I will make a pact here. Uh-oh. If JLo makes any reference <laughs> to the love don't cost a thing challenge flopping <laughs> and plays off of that, I will never make fun of her again because it will be so epic. <laughs> She like looks around at an empty beach and she's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe so. She also made an appearance at the, the, uh, the Abbey in, in WeHo, I believe it was, a oh. gay bar. There was a drag queen doing J-Lo and then she walks out of the, cur- of the curtain in the middle of it. I mean, people freaked out and she served a little bit of one of her alcohols or whatever at the bar for 15 minutes. She doesn't have the gays though. She doesn't quite have the gaze because it was silence when can't get enough dropped on the timeline. It's interesting. She's an interesting case. She just has to like camp it up and be a little funnier. Yeah. And it'll get there because she is Kavant. Yeah, absolutely. And we've heard enough of those behind the scenes blind item stories to know that she certainly is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm really looking forward to it. I, 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 I always love a JLo movie. I was playing around with On the Floor the other day. Do I have it on my phone? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'm surprised it wasn't Hypnotico. It goes off. It's like, like kind of loungy vibes. Right? It's like loungy, mm-hmm. daytime, sunset vibes meets <laughs> Kavan. Yeah. I was kind of, um, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that beat though, like that chord progression, I did on my keyboard, so I'm really proud of it. Oh, anyway. nice. Love that. My prediction, early prediction is album's going to be just okay. Visual is going to be Kavan. iconic. Yeah. Yeah. We will be watching. We will be. Speaking of Kavant, shall we segue into a little segment that we like to call... High fashion! (laughs) So editorial. Guys, this is awesome. This is a billboard. This is super high fashion. Oh my god, that's so high fashion. So high fashion. Dula Peep is back with a brand new magazine cover. And it slays. It does. Rolling Stone. Better one in the UK, I think. Did you see that? There was like the close-up one, yeah. UK always eats us up with their covers, pretty much always, British yeah. Vogue. But yeah, she is flaunting that new, uh, what are we calling this hair? Reddish brown hair? Dr. Pepper? Houdini hair? Yes, Dr. Pepper hair. Yes. I really like it on her. I like it. I like this visual for her. Yes, they're teasing album number three with this profile story. We get a lot more details about the album, that it's sort of um, inspired by Massive Attack, I guess, and Britpop, and some interesting names she's throwing around. She was always sort of saying psychedelic at first about this album. I'm intrigued to see what she means as this continues to flesh out. But I feel like I want to talk about the Dua Lipa problem. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think she's eating herself up right now with Barbie. I think 
this album campaign is suffering because of Dua Lipa because she's still danced the night away. Yeah, she's battling the juxtaposition of like her local success mm-hmm. and her Kavant. Su- <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. Because I will say I always like to gauge my brother and his fiance of like what the locals know mm-hmm. in terms of pop music. Yep. They were living for Dance the Night. Exactly. And rightfully so. They'll but... get to Houdini by like the summer. Yes. And as she said in the uh, profile, her songs don't necessarily go number one, but they go the distance and they're growers every time. And she's just learned to accept that her songs just do that. So Houdini will have its day. It already has, but it's like it will continue to have it. But I think the problem is, rightfully so, they saw what happened with the Don't Start Now October November launch into Future Nostalgia 2020, despite the pandemic. That formula worked. So they did it again with Houdini November, October November moment. But the problem is, we're in award season. Barbie was a hit. It's possibly going to be Oscar nominated. At, at least has been nominated for a bunch of these other big awards. And the locals still eat it up. I just don't think they have time to also do this album campaign right now. Or or it's actually just like a missed opportunity to like lean into Dance Tonight all the way to the end. The day after the Oscars, launch the next thing, maybe. It's not a bad problem to have, but it... No, I think that's why we got the new remix this week. Oh, yes, the new which remix. Which we can talk about now. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're extending yes. it. Like, this remix is so good, by the way. The it Danny is, L. Harl. Yes, the slow ride mix. Yes. So good. Yes, we love Danny. I feel like we'll probably get extended Houdini push until end of February. Yeah, because I think it recharted in the top 10 in the UK after the holidays again. Watch me as I go. Oh, I'm back. She's back. She comes, she goes. She also addressed the vacations. Oh, did she? She, Yeah, she she bristled a bit. She was like, yeah, I fucking did an album campaign and toured. Yeah, I'm going to go on vacation. (laughs) She, there were a couple, this was maybe her most, not in-depth, but sort of like, they were poking the the buttons being like, what do you think about being perceived as mysterious? And she was a little bothered by that too. She was just like, I think it's cool to be mysterious. She, yeah, she basically was like, I'm not going to really let you in on my personal life to a certain degree. And that's just that, which I very covet. Yes. And (laughs) I mean, it's true. Like write about it in your music. Yeah. We're looking forward to DL3 whenever it comes, but I do think ride the wave because it's here already. Dance tonight is still bopping not a bad problem to have not a bad problem to have well one problem that you're about to have (laughs) i've got many problems is you are going to have to compliment one of your faves in this next shout out Uh uh-oh (laughs) uh-oh yeah i fear as i said a serve is a serve and a serve was served coachella headliner lana del rey tapped by kim kardashian for the Skims campaign Valentine's Day edition. And I fear she ate it up. Even though I am anti, staunchly anti-Kardashian anything, she, she did damn good for this. People really like the Skims. People love the I've Skims. Heard. Also knew who else was really great for Skims. And I know this because I saw a gigantic photograph on a bus mm-hmm. going to Dunkin' Donuts. Cardi B. Oh, yeah. It was like this Kavunt just like posing on this huge double-decker bus. And it was like skims. Yeah. She's got a lot of the girls doing it at this point. but Not sponsored, but I have heard good things. To be fair, I believe she sang Young and Beautiful at Kim and Kanye's wedding, like 2014 era. So 
the relationship's been there, to be fair. This isn't out of the blue necessarily. But by far my favorite is this sort of gothic moment with the arrow going mm-hmm. through the heart. Oof. And this is also... It's so her. It's so her. But, you know, being inside the candy valentine, these soft, like, pastel colors, it's great. And to be honest, like, in this time where Lana floats between these massive visuals and these iPhone selfie eras, it's cool to see another dolled up era from her because she gets a little, she phones it in sometimes. And then all of a sudden she does that interview magazine spread and it's fucking gorgeous. And then she sends in a selfie as her album cover. It's very, she goes with the wind. God, I love it when she does it up big time. They should have done something to match that uh, sparkle see-through mask that she wore. <sighs> Remember when? She wore the mask that was just like that completely. was the hardest time. I did I did log out of Lana from 2020 to 2022 big time. I would have designed a bra to match. <laughs> oh my god! Because it would have been like a fucking serve. Oh my god! Imagine that little See-through sparkle mask, sparkle bra, tits out. Because honestly, I feel like that's what that mask was made for. Yes, that was made for like I'm gonna seduce you mm-hmm. in the bedroom, and I'm gonna take this off. With, you know, like a good, good eyeliner. It would have looked good. Yeah. but Just saying. You know, there's still time. She's a fashion designer now. I don't know if uh, we have enough distance from it to for her to poke fun or whatever, but she did good for Skims. Good good for Kim. Yeah. Good for Kim. Oh, good old Carly Jenner <laughs> lip kit, honey. Do people know where that's from? If, if they you know, don't, you know. Yeah, if they don't, they can't be helped. Yeah, true. <laughs> true. While also speaking of high fashion, Sweeney Todd Chanteuse, Annalie Ashford, was at the Emmys, mm-hmm. styled by Brad Goreski, mm-hmm. who used the Meredith Marks Rumors <laughs> remix on the reel showing off the outfit. At this point, like the way you've infiltrated pop culture on TikTok is actually crazy. It's wild. I see your face pop up so much in the bottom right. Okay, my like, favorite thing is the huge close-up of my face. Yes. Just circling in the corner. I don't know why I think it's so funny. I, I just saw it, and I didn't even tell you yet. Um, <laughs> Trace... Is it funny? Yes. Okay, because I thought it was so funny. Someone audited my um, social media the other day, and they were like, because I was like asking for advice, mm-hmm. and they were like, why is the photo of your face so big? <laughs> and I was like, why not? It's funny. Yes, exactly. It's it's your brand. Yeah. I don't know if you caught this one. This was on my birthday. Trace Lissette used your audio for <gasps> um, her Variety cover shoot. No. Oh my God, can you text that to me? Yes, absolutely. Like, legendary trans actress. She was in, actually, she was in uh, Transparent, Hustlers, and Disclosure, but she's in a new movie, Monica, which is getting a lot of fanfare right Monica? now. Monica? She's not who she says she is? Mm-hmm. I'm sending to you now. But yeah, it's just, she was keep on serving with it. I saw a lot of comments on the Salt Lake City one saying someone send this to Jennifer Lawrence because she's obsessed. She lives for Salt Lake City. So I'm very curious if it ever landed on Jennifer Lawrence's phone. I can almost guarantee you she's seen at least a video using it for sure. Because she she probably stalks Meredith and and the girls, Mm -hmm. which means she would have to see it. That's so true. The thing is, she's not a content girly herself no but she consumes but she consumes so that's i mean who uh, she's like a billy eilish her and adele in their couch watching like adele might have seen it oh my god i just want to cracking up like did i swirling her wine giggle oh no she's sober now but yeah 
I know. You probably did. Oh, my God. Slay. Big slay. I know. I hope that um, Annalie Ashford gets a Tony for Sweeney Todd, by the way. Oh, yeah. The Tonys are coming, too. I don't know when that happens or, like, how that works. Yeah. But I would like to cast my vote. Let's become Broadway gays and then get into the institution to be able to vote for who gets a Tony. Well, when Sunset Boulevard and Burlesque sweep in 2025. Yep. Yep. Well, speaking of TikTok, I think it's time for a little segment that we like to call TikTok TikTok Talk. Mm. Renee Rapp, Making the Waves. Yeah. This is the week of pissing me off, to be honest. I (laughs) am really becoming obsessed with her. Yeah. I'm cooling. (laughs) (laughs) So it started out, (laughs) insert clip, Renee Rapp has no idea who Kylie Minogue is. Yeah, this was a hard one for me, to say the least. Who played the Green Fairy in Moulin Rouge the film? I'm not going to know it because I've only seen it once. I've also only seen Moulin Rouge once. And Gallery Rice. I got no (laughs) Australian pop star. Pink is not Australian. Um, Australian pop star. Can't get you out of my head. Hmm? Kylie Minogue. Thank you. Australian history right there. (laughs) Oh, 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 someone's whispering to me off camera that it's Kylie Minogue. Part of me thought Kylie Minogue was British, which was really bad of me. But she's she's always on Graham Norton. Is she not European? She's Australian? She's Australian, but we have adopted her as one of our own. Okay. okay. But Renee didn't know who Kylie Minogue was. Renee! Whoa. What the hell? Uh, I don't know who okay. that is. Does she have Prosecco now? Yes, she Kylie Wines. Okay, why did somebody why the other Because I was in London last month and somebody was like, we brought Kylie Minogue Prosecco. And they're uh, like, it's a joke. Who's a, who is this queen? Who is this queen? Kylie Minogue, you need to get on that. She's like the best, incredible singer. I would love her then. Let me get get right. Renee also didn't know who Kylie Minogue was. (laughs) Wow, that's actually, that's, I know that one. I, thank you. Do you not know Padam Padam? Kylie Minogue? You don't know spinning around? Okay, never mind. We'll have a chat later. We'll talk. (laughs) I'll learn my history. This is criminal. Except yes and no. I don't really expect... I was actually more disappointed in the gay who also didn't know in that video. Yes. She cannot be blamed for this. Right. (laughs) The American audience needs to be blamed for their lack of taste in music. I I get that a lot. Like, people don't know who Kylie is in America, especially if you're a 24... What is she? 24, 25 at this point? I don't know. Can't get you out of my head didn't hit for you. Nope. So... It's the only reason I feel millennial gays who are just sort of vaguely aware of Kylie know her in our age bracket. So I kind of get it. However, maybe we're too chronically online, but like that girl in the cast said, like, Padam, you didn't see Padam? Because I do feel like that hit Gen Z. Like, I feel like it grazed the internet. But what do I know? I mean, it's a tough job out here. I'm every day of my life fighting. That was a hard one. But she very iconically did know of Kylie Wine because she said that the staff brought in her, like, Prosecco or Rosé or something. So that's how she knew Kylie Minogue. It's because I wonder she knew if she thought Kylie it was Wine. Kylie Jenner. No, she was like, "Who is this queen?" That's what she said. She was like, "I don't know who this queen is, but they brought her. She has a wine, right?" <laughs> and the girl was like, "Yes, but she's also a very famous singer." Oh, I gotta look at it. like she only knew her from the wine. I give her props for being real. <laughs> she's real. I, I yes, and not giving the like 
oh, I she is so amazing. Yeah. You know, like the canned, like I don't want to say anything that could get me right. like. Although she did, qual- she's like, I'm sure she's a queen. Yeah. Because <laughs> she's been on a roll this yeah, week. Yeah, her Watch What Happens was a little. Mm. <laughs> I was cracking up at this. She so, called herself Aegis. Yeah, she said that she was Aegis. And they were like, oh, wait, what? You And she's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Andy was truly gagged. <laughs> they both were. Yes. I, she, I think she was kidding. She was there kidding. Was unseri- they're like, you can't say that. She's like, oh, I know I can. She was not serious, but also serious. Because she said there's a lot of millennial women who are mean to her or something to that effect. So she's Aegis towards millennial women. There's something about Karen that's just so funny to me. Yes. She's uh, so yes. funny. And I'm very Aegis, but like. You're Aegis? I am actually. Ageist. You don't like older people? Are you or to say that? What? No. <laughs> no. Okay, you yeah. are Aegis. Okay, we gotta dig it. Okay, screw the bobbing heads. Happy we gotta dig you. into this. Yeah. Okay. So you're a little Aegis. Yes, but oh, I'm okay. 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 Well, let me ask you this. I mean, am, are you Aegis towards me? No, no. Okay. No, All no. right. Okay. Just curious. Okay. okay. You just. What? Oh, would you, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, you just look down on older people or don't care for them? You just you, don't care for them. You don't want them driving them. on the road. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, I feel like yeah, get driving, off the, road. the driving thing has got to go. Yes. Okay. Um, All right. No, I just feel like. I don't know. I just right. was always like the young one in situations. Right. And, like, like millennial women were always like coming for me. Right. Yeah. Okay. I was like, shut up. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You're going to get older one day. I fear. Okay. Yes. <laughs> no, you don't fear. Why you don't fear? fear. And it just kind of landed poorly, but also. It was really funny. Those, the comments will come back, of course, to bite her when she is of a certain age, but. Yeah, when right some now. little Gen Alpha watches Mean oh. Girls musical and it's like, oh, for her age. Yeah. That's you know that reference? That's the thing. The guarantee of life is this is going to come back and slap you in the face because But see, I, again, I blame society for this. Why are you ageist? Well, that's a very good question. I'm certainly not, but I do feel like these... Well, I have a problem, obviously, with the generation fake wars that, that we wage on yeah, TikTok and whatever. It. I don't know why it started... I know that there was a very classic like millennial versus boomers situation about the collapse of the housing market and shit like that. It was yeah, like, and like the internet and work from home culture. Yeah. And it definitely skipped Gen X. Like I feel like Gen X doesn't get shit, but then millennials get no, it. No, because Gen X sounds kavan. <laughs> so you can't make fun of them because like they have the coolest name. Yes. Like Generation X, like yeah. the Spice Girls. Spice lyric. Girls. Like, like they were cemented. From Gen that X is so Kavan. Yeah. Millennials, like, ugh. no, it's annoying just it from the name. It sounds like dated nostalgia at this point. And it is. We are I'm the BuzzFeed generation. And yeah. Gen Z is, it sounds like, um, like a little zippy superhero. It's like, <laughs> hey, I'm Gen Z. I'm going to get you, you know? But like, uh-huh. Gen X is Kavan. Well, Gen Alpha is storming Sephora's at 10 years old and they're coming in and they're terrorizing yeah, everyone, they sound like asking for drunk elephants. Yes. Is what Gen Alpha yeah. sounds like. There's so many skits about them, like Little coming in with GPT like rats, Amex Platinum cards, demanding drunk elephant and Dior. <laughs> <laughs> They're scary. They're scary as fuck. But yeah, I the generation wars helped no one. They are not real because every generation thinks their generation is the best generation or, or whatever. And then, us and then no. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's all cyclical and so stupid, and everyone disappointed the generation before and everyone thinks like oh you didn't have it this hard in our day and, yeah it's or, a blame you know, game and it's, it's like we're game. all in this together it's not 
us yeah. versus each other. I definitely think it the distracts us from the, the greater fight for, for whatever. Although I will say, not that I think that millennials are the best generation, but I do think we're extremely interesting and we are the last human generation that grew up without the internet. Yes, I, that so is I, a defining thing. I think that's cool. Yeah. Because if, I mean, it'll never happen again. Yeah. Like everyone that's born from now moving forward with an iPad in their hand. never know life before. Yeah. Or for me, I'm super grateful of that. Same. But. So I think that's a cool perspective that millennials oh, have. Yeah. I think every generation has, you know, one was the first to have the telephone. One was the first to have color TV. Like everything's sort of like, I knew life before this thing that changed the entire world. Telegrams. Telegrams. Yep. So I don't know. But I do think she's going to get eight up in a few years when people like circle back about that comment. <laughs> it's fine. It's like so not that serious. It's not serious. It's whatever. It's very stupid. The Kylie one was just like a dig in my soul, but it's also like understandable. However, on that same note, then it got weird because then they were doing memes and they showed a meme of Gaga and Beyonce telephone video and she shows it to the Aaron Samuels actor. Didn't know who it was let alone what the video was from. And Renee was aghast by this. You know Gaga's like, thank God. <laughs> they don't know what it is. <laughs> Finally. But I, I almost like Renee had an instant taste of what it feels like. Because it's like, what do you mean you don't know telephone? And That's, there you go. There's millennial culture. You don't see it until it happens to tell you. What song is that? <laughs> until it happens to you? Or did I just make Gaga? No. Oh. According to you? No, if it happens... If it, I don't know what the fuck I was singing. Well, in any case... The Aaron it's Samuels true, actor was actually sweating and asked if he was getting canceled because he did not know the telephone video. Yeah. Which was pretty bad. How are you in theater, in a gay movie, and whatever? I know he's straight, but like, that's, oof. I don't know. Oh, well, that's why. Yeah, that's what she said to him. She's like, he don't knows worry, bad romance and toxic. I'm sure. And that's he probably does. it. Yep. <sighs> whatever. Hard. Whatever. It doesn't matter. We're all just specks on a fucking floating rock and we're going to perish soon. Anyway. <laughs> I mean, you spilled a bit. Um, well, Renee did win back some um, brownie points with being a Wendy Williams stan. Oh, yeah. Late breaking news. Yeah. Because she does not know who Kylie Minogue is. No. But she is counting down the days. Yeah. She knows how many days it's been since Wendy has last been seen. 260, she says. In public. Mm -hmm. Yep. She must be following one of those updates accounts about, yeah. about Wendy. Same. I'm following the same one. Yeah. So she is acutely aware however as i said in the discord she better watch what she uh wishes for because i mean uh, she would love it obviously but the way wendy would talk who about renee is this squirrel clap if you know this renee, renee rap is <laughs> she's she's in the mean girls <laughs> anybody care about the remake clap if you care that's the thing she didn't get that wrath so yeah she doesn't know yet because I do think Wendy would not the if the ages thing bubbled up to Wendy, I wonder oh, how she would cover that. Yes. Yeah. Let me tell you something, Miss Miss Renee. She would have asked her audience. Yeah. Yeah. And they all would have sat there. There would have been one gay in the back clapping. <laughs> oh, I miss it so much. <sighs> when I was your age, I had respect for my elders. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of Wendy Williams, this next segue, I have something that I kind of want to say. Okay. And it's a little bit of a bold comment. So hear me out. Hear me out. Ooh. Because I miss Wendy Williams so much. And obviously, she is irreplaceable. Mm -hmm. But I do feel there is some person who is like the second in line kind of-ish. Mm. 
And that person is Trisha Paytas. <laughs> Shout out to Just Trish, the podcast. But she got a huge booking this week mm-hmm. as a guest on Call Her Daddy. Uh, yes. Now, Call Her Daddy, this is going to be their highest listened Probably. episode. Probably. But Trisha has <laughs> been teasing this episode. And I loved that she sat down and she was like, yeah, I used to like be such a hater of you because I was so jealous until you invited me on. <laughs> Literally said it right to her. And I'm just like, it's how blunt yeah. and real with no filters she is, mm-hmm. is the essence of Wendy. Mm-hmm. And yeah. No, you bring a good point. I mean, obviously she has said she modeled her own podcast after Wendy. Yes. Literally look at the mic. Look, but- the mic, <laughs> the, the logo, the chair. Yeah. Yes. I, I see it. I definitely see it. We'll have to see where it goes because this is the first year, well, 2023 is the first year that she started doing magazine shoots and interviews to that level, and people started talking about her on that level. So we'll see where it all goes. But I, she also had a great, um, very candid interview, and I forget which magazine it was for, but she talked about how it is not worth being a TV star compared to how much she makes. And she said the dollar amounts as a YouTube star. Yeah, She's like, it's... I found out how much Wendy made for the week compared to what I do. And it's like, oh. Because all of that goes into it. Uh much bigger yep. machine yep. of people and staff and crew. and It's so true. She's doing it in her basement at her house. Yeah, her so, husband's like rigging it. It's like, it's all, all the money's funneling right back to her. Yeah, late night and like all those things are kind of a... It's a relic of, a, of an older time. Yeah. I mean, in general, like the world has shifted to this idea of like, if I just do it myself, I don't have to give it away to these all these people. Yeah. You know? It's YouTubers and... Musicians, <laughs> podcasters. Here in my apartment. Yep. But I am excited for this. Yeah, I mean. And I just love whenever I watch Trisha, I don't have to put it on two times speed. <laughs> That's true. Like I watch everything on 1.5 or 1.75. Oh God, that would make me have like a panic attack. Oh, if I listen to someone talk on one speed, it sounds like the teacher from Charlie Snoopy. Brown. Like, you know, the, which is like, that's what it sounds like to me. Wow. Anyway. I, I only do that when I need to like speed through books, I guess. But Oh, yeah, like a 1.3 mm-hmm. on Audible. Yes. <laughs> I do like that you can do the increments. Yes. Like 1.35. Yeah. You know? Depends. So that sweet spot. I wonder how annoying I sound on two times speed. Someone's going to speed this up right now. Yeah, for sure. Because I can talk really fast, but I don't because I feel like it's annoying. I actively try and think of slowing down all the time. <laughs> Because I find that, like, when I watch clips of podcasts, I see how intentionally and clearly and slowly they're talking, and I feel like I'm not. I feel like I'm going blah, 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 when I'm on when I'm on one. Yeah, it's probably why I have a stutter. The brain works faster it's just than the tongue. Too meta. They're like we've become self aware. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I will be very slow and intentional mm. in bringing up this next topic. Oh, on TikTok Talk. Michaela is in drama again. Have you seen this? I can't. I saw a glimpse of it and I, I chose can't. not to proceed any further. It's over like self-tanner. This, it was a gay who like sent her $10,000 a product. No. See, this is where you got mixed up in the oh, the I disinformation. The, I was on the, yeah, the <laughs> toxic disinformation train. So long story short, again, this is not, ser- like, not that serious. Mm-hmm. Michaela commented, said, she would review someone's self-tanner line. <laughs> Didn't get to it. 
By the way, and we always have new listeners every time. Michaela is a famous TikTok beauty influencer. Yes, she's a MUA. A MUA. A makeup artist. That's what MUA stands for. Yes. M-U-A. And there's also HAMUA, which is hair and makeup artist. That did not know that one. Mm -hmm. Yes. And she has a very thick, distinctive Boston accent. Yes. So she commented, said, I will review this. I'll do it tomorrow. Or like said that she was going to get to it. Mm. Never got around to it. Mm. It had been a couple of months, mm. which people are saying is not unusual because a tanner, you know, it's affecting your skin. And if you have events, if you have other things that you're doing. Oh, yeah. You don't want to yeah, experiment something you have with to, that. It's something you have to plan sure. and figure out into your schedule. So anywho, she got to another tanner, Oh, reviewed another tanner, oh. and then he put out a video saying that he ordered $10,000 worth of product preparing for her to review, thinking that his business was going to get, like, you know, overloaded. So he wanted to be ready with products. And so he's saying that Michaela cost him $10,000. No. But it's like, there was no. there was no contract here, sweetie. There's no contract. It's good of you to be ahead of the game, but that contract, first of all, that product is still good. You could still sell it. It's not yeah. like it. And it went viral. So like, It went viral, so you probably do have people buying it. I know. Part of me wonders, mm. and this is a conspiracy theory that I have, I feel like they're friends and may have like been like let's just make a little scandal and then everyone will buy your product i don't know maybe i think he definitely for three months was was planning this i think he was like i'm going to make an attack video and it'll go viral for sure if she doesn't review this um that's really fucking dumb no who like spilled on this though bethany frankel she commented on this she did of course she what doesn't she she comment comment on? on She said, oh, Bethany, why don't you just go right into the sunset like Countess Luanza? Uh, <laughs> literally, she, which is funny because in her video, she like shouted out the free sweat like shirt that she got. She was like, people send me free stuff all the time, which by the way, this sweater I got, oh. which I was like, oh my God. Three sales. But yeah, <laughs> she said, she was like, when someone sends you a product for free, mm-hmm. It's not guaranteed that they're going to. Of course not. Because they could give you a bad review too. That's true too. And if there's no contracts, she doesn't owe you. Like, you know, and Mm -hmm. she was saying, she's like, you have a pipeline as an influencer. And I don't know. But she did kind of spill. No, she did. I think, again, it's it's good business to have product on hand if you think it's going to sell out. But there's no guarantee there. No. Could you imagine if I, like, DM'd Michaela to her 15... 20 something million followers that she has. I was like, hey, can you give a shout out to Legends Only? I have 10,000 sweaters waiting. No. Well, but does she agree? She said she's going to try it out. She said she would get to it or was like, I will review it, which is like, again, like, I would be disappointed. It's like me when I say I I will watch Moulin Rouge. It might take me six months, (laughs) but I will get to it. It's like that. I basically think he did everything right except for getting angry. Like, I. Yeah. Uh, it's so messy. It is messy. Wow. Wow, Bethany. Wow. Over bronzer. And look, yeah. at, we're promoting it now. Ugh, here. That's so true. Whatever. I've never self tanned in my life. I mean, that reminds me of the Keith Lee effect, which that is a whole other beast. Which, oh, yeah. And I love him. I love watching his videos and his reviews, but my god you know you have to be ready in your restaurant if it's a good review the next day because he will blow your spot up big time but it's usually you know people who are kind and waiting if you don't know keith lee is a famous food well turned into a famous food critic on tiktok just giving very like straightforward reviews of food in places that he feels 
there's no business and he doesn't understand why because the food's good usually is the case. So he mentions it the next day. The restaurant gets fucking smashed. And he often blesses families who are going through something or something to that nature. Oh, the one that he did recently where the husband had passed away. I can't. And he ended up showing up and waiting in line like everybody else for four hours and taking pictures of people. I think he's a great guy personally. Same. You know, so to that point. And he gets a lot of shit too. I'm like, He gets a lot of shit. Because then also like he came to New York and he kind of didn't get the best experience. Oh. Salmon chopped cheese. (laughs) A salmon chopped cheese. But again, that isn't really his fault. He was just sort of led astray as to like the places he should try. Mom's. Go to mom's diner. (laughs) Yes. I, oof, that was rough. But yeah, he gets way too much shit for the good that he does. But that's kind of universal on the internet. Anyway, you got to prepare when a big influencer shouts out your shit sometimes. Right. Sorry to that man who has just a ton of Tanner in his closet. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how how long Tanner lasts. Like maybe if it's three years or something, like who cares? You're going to just sell it at markets and... Yeah, I don't really understand that. Yeah, this is I tried it once in high school. Yeah, I I did tinted moisturizer. I do tinted moisturizer now, but I... The self-tanning in the booth... That's too scary for oh, me. Oh, no. I'm going to have lines I get sunburned sitting at my computer. I don't need oh. to sit in a... Oh, no. I mean like the spray at you in the booth. Oh. The tanning salon that does this fake spray at you. That Like Lindsay would get that, right? They would spray that shit. Yeah. Um, I would. Just, I know it wouldn't go well for me at all. It was like so cool, though. Like, it was the girls so who cool. did that, like I wanted to do that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I sit here as if I didn't dye my hair Auburn when Lindsay Lohan did. Exactly. She was a big tanning influencer at that time. Yeah. Absolutely. But I, no, I do the tinted, not sponsored, but that's the one I really want. I want the La Roche-Posay sponsorship for myself, and that's the one I'll never secure. Oh, their stuff is good. Wearing it right now. Yeah. Well, one day. Hey. Someone clipped this and sent it to them. (laughs) Yeah, literally. I just feel like if I'm going to like- acne wash. Phenomenal. If I'm going to shout out shit, it should be something I actually use. Yeah. Yeah. Where where have we gone? Well, anyway, before we get into the new music of the week, if you love the pod and would like to give us a five-star review here on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you are listening, if you want to give us a follow, give us a little review, it would really help us out. We would very much appreciate it. And shout out to all of our supporters over on Patreon. After the show, every show, we have an after show. <laughs> <laughs> That you can get on Patreon if you are a legend or an icon. And if you are an icon, we have our next live chat this Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Discord. Or you can listen to the replay at any time on the Patreon app. So if you would like to support us and support the pod, you can go to patreon.com slash legends. For dozens of bonus content and more. And join our Discord community. Shout out to the girls. Shout out to the girls. The girls. I forgot to mention, those were the ones who uh, filed the lawsuit uh, against Madonna. Wait, they're in no. our Patreon? <laughs> no. Oh the my two, God, let's get them on. The, oh. the Dolly and, and, and Shelly. Oh. <laughs> oh, Shelby and Dolly. Shout out to, I think his name's Adam on Twitter, X, who posted the meme. And they were like, I have no proof, but <laughs> I think these are the two gays who sued Madonna. I could see it happening, <laughs> honestly. 
think of the girls. Oh my god, imagine if they were like two of our Patreon supporters. Or they probably are. I would have been like, welcome to the pod. Come yeah. on, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Give your opening statements. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Shout out to all of our supporters over on Patreon. Thank you guys for the continued support over there. The after show will be after the show. The show. Oh, oh, oh! I because we're we're starting to put exclusives in the after show now. Mm-hmm. Guess who DM'd me? Boom! <laughs> um, <laughs> I hope you keep on serving cunt. <laughs> Stay okay. tuned. Not just once, but twice. Oh my god. <laughs> Love you, darling. Good luck with the song. Good luck with your DMs. And I'm going to let you guys know all about it. Because I'm actually, like, really excited. Everyone's perched. They just spilled their Stanley Cup all over their lap. God, (laughs) finally. Love you, darling. Good luck with the song. Also, shout out to Andrea for that clip. Oh, yeah. For the cameo that she got for Plastic. Shout out to Plastic. Fucking bop. Better than what a lot of these girls are doing. Amen. And speaking of new music. Oh, I did another remix this week. That's right. My yes and mix. The T. Kyle mix. Ariana put the acapella on YouTube. And so I said, okay, I feel like that's. Ariana put the acapella instrumental slow down, sped up. Extended cut. Extended instrumental. She put a few of those up. She did. Yeah. It's easier for you. It is. It lets you splice and dice perfectly. It does. Yeah. And so that's what, exactly what I did. Yeah. She put that official one up. I deleted the bootleg one out of my project file and replaced all the little let, let, let's. And that's intentional. Yeah. She wants you to play with it. I have to say. She wants you to touch it. Touch <laughs> it. <laughs> the one part where she's like, um, your business is yours and mine is mine. Mm. There is this like really subtle vocal if you listen to it. Mm-hmm. And it's all these like, I said there were little rats <laughs> clawing. <laughs> and like, it's mine, it's mine, it's mine. It's so, like that I would use Dolby Atmos for. Yeah. Because they were like literally like all like little all around. It's so smart, though. That's cool. Mm-hmm. They're like clawing to get at her. And so in my remix, I wanted to, um, I uh, boosted the hertz of that part. So mm. it's a little louder you can hear that in my more. mix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fun. I didn't she really change off. the song a whole lot because I want you know people to be able to vibe to it. But everyone keeps telling me that it sounds like it's in a K-hole. Mm-hmm. I'm unfamiliar with that feeling. Yes. Oh, I saw that exchange. You didn't know what that meant at first. No, it yeah. wasn't just one person, too. It was multiple yeah. people. Yeah. They were like, this sounds like I'm in a K-hole. Yeah. So that's ketamine. Right. But like, why a hole? It's like when you go into like a trance that has been brought upon by the drug and you're sort of like sucked into. It's, it's kind of like. Is it a bad thing? Well, for some people, I suppose it could be. Got it. <laughs> I have not experienced that. Can't say that I'm. Curious. Um, Do you dare? I don't think it would go. I wasn't. Well for I wasn't you? an e hole though. What? Oh, was that something bad? Ecstasy? No. Oh, I, I just took an edible. Uh, an e hole? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck these kids are saying anymore. <laughs> I don't know if that's really a. I took an edible. There's, and I made there's not this. really an. I, I, yeah. Oh, okay. You were just edibled. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think that is like obvious, but. Let me give you a definition. K-hole is the feeling of getting high enough dose of ketamine to experience a state of dissociation. This intense detachment from reality is often a consequence of accidental overconsumption of ketamine. However, some consciously seek it out as they find the effects to be quite pleasurable and enlightening. Well, I don't need K to disassociate. Be okay. (laughs) Yeah. 
That's um, true. <laughs> I can do that just fine on my own. Trauma hole. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, so that's on YouTube and SoundCloud. I'm just really proud of myself because I did that in two days. That's very impressive. A quick turnaround for these remixes. I popped that edible. You take that 1%. I sat there. Edible. And I was like. Well, I think you really turned it out. Thank you. Yeah. A darker Cavanti. Mm-hmm. It's like the after after hours. Yeah, it's an after hours. While yes, you're in a K hole. So Ariana, or if anyone listening would like to send it, if you like it, yes, and after hours extended cut. Mm-hmm. I'll do an extended version. I'll slow it down. I'll speed it up. Anyway, what else is new this week? Allie X. She's coming for your gig, girl. Off with her tits. So She's many people have sent for this. You. To- so many people have sent this to me. <laughs> Yes, Allie X is back with a new single called Off With Her Tits. And you do you do have to wonder if those tits have been uh, down a chimney. Well, hopefully they get to come down the chimney before you off them. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yes, this is a new song from her upcoming album, Girl With No Face. And she says it's an upbeat, borderline ridiculous satirization of particularly agonizing thoughts that never give me a break. I decided to parody them for some relief. Some may label it a body-negative anthem. The Brits may think I'm simply off my tits. The one thing I know for sure is that it goes hard. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard the saying, off my tits. Yes. For like being like 10 sheets to the wind. Yes. Like, oh, she's drunk off our tits. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. The artwork, though, Very is cool. so creepy, but like, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, it's kind of giving Marilyn Manson, kind of giving, I don't know, spooky vibes yeah yeah into it into the alley x well i have some picks as well that i'd definitely like to shout out we've also got shy girl announcing the club shy ep coming in february which i cannot wait for perched Perched. it's gonna be a front to back press play banger of an album there's still more collabs we haven't heard yet including sg lewis empress of and we've got a new song from the EP called Tell Me with Boys Noise. I mean, the whole con- the whole album is, is perfect. It's like late 90s, early 2000s, club beats, sensual vocals, pure club anthem vibes. So Dance is back. Dance is back. Shy I actually, Girl's killing it. I mean, we already talked about the Dua song, but I forgot to mention it earlier. There was an EDM blog that I follow and I mean, they never cover like the pop girlies mm-hmm. and they wrote about Dua's next album rumored to have D&B, mm-hmm. which is drum and bass mm-hmm. and UK Garage on it, okay. which is like 140 BPM, D&B, mm-hmm. techno. I feel like I could see that if she's referencing Brit pop and she's maybe going back to some British isms in general, I could see her hitting the drum and bass vibes on this album that would be cool yeah but the shy girl ep oh i'm so ready for it very ready very excited um give it a listen if you haven't yet i highly recommend it shy girl's very dependable she kind of also reminds me of um who's the canadian we really liked trj uh tdj yeah uh really into that as well so trance club i also love that everyone has such a cool name i know shy girl is good She's not so shy. She might be shy, but then her alter ego is yeah, like... Yeah, that's true. I'm Kavan. Right. You know? She's not allowing the... Uh, uh, what should we call it? That RuPaul always says the... 
Oh, the inner saboteur. Inner saboteur. The inner shy girl. Somebody should be DJ inner saboteur. I'm sure there is. <laughs> I, I should be DJ inner saboteur. What's stopping you? I know. Your, your inner saboteur is stopping you. Literally, it's a great name and it's perfect. It's exactly what I'm experiencing at all times. <gasps> DJ inner saboteur. Wait, wait, wait. What if it, a drag name? Inner uh, saboteur. <gasps> We need to make this happen. Look at Somebody's got to, somebody. Someone's writing it down right now. Go ahead. Go off. Go off. That's a sleigh. That really is a sleigh. In a K-hole. <laughs> In a K-hole. Oh my God. That's it. There has to be someone named that already. Yeah, there's definitely like a K, K-A-Y hole. <laughs> In a lawsuit <laughs> and performing React. <laughs> Wet by Nicole Scherzinger. Oh God! Don't even get me started. Oh, Don't even get me activating a side of my brain that is like. Um, oh, and I'd also like to give it out a shout out. I haven't mentioned her enough. She's in my top ten albums of 2023. Miss Lali from Argentina is kicking off the year with a new duet with. Now I don't know how to pronounce. I think it's Tazeta. Um, she's a Spanish rapper, openly queer rapper. Lali's openly bisexual, and together they came together for a very lesbian duet hot very hot called a oscuras and it's basically about like hooking up after hours and it's very dirty and horny and they talk about um eating out so we oh love to see God. it <laughs> and the music video Inside out <laughs> the music video i kind of described as like if Britney and Tinashe had that mansion party, but they ignored Sam and just danced and made out with each other instead. In a K-hole? In a K-hole, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You heard it here first. <laughs> but yeah, Lolly is one of my faves, and I'm so glad that she's continuing to blow up. So we're going to keep on seeing what she's serving. Do you speak Spanish? Yeah. Or just read it? No, I can speak it. Oh, slay. How do you say slay in Spanish? Matar. Well, Ooh. I mean, that's not really... Slay in Spanish would be like a oh like murder, yeah like oh. like just like yeah that's like the literal yeah like murder. But I haven't started my French Duolingo yet. <laughs> You're gonna do it I've in time to learning. get when I've you wa- get to France. Yeah, I've started watching YouTube videos. I'm trying to think of like what's the equivalent because they there's plenty of things to shout, but it's not really like yeah there's not really like a one to one translation. I do not slay. I do not kill people. No, I do not slay. Well, I have some tracks that I would like to shout out. First up is from Artie, the song Favorite Sound. Artie is so good. Obsessed. Mm -hmm. But then probably my, uh, this is my second favorite song of the week. Did you hear this one? The Above and Beyond remix. Oh, Sirens of the Sea. We love. Okay. I didn't hear it yet. There is an artist. His name is Marsh. And I feel like we've talked about him at some point. I think so. In the past two years. He makes melodic deep house. Mm -hmm. It's a vibe. And he is part of the Above and Beyond diverse Mm -hmm. of music. The Anjuna Deep realm. And he did a remix of Sirens of the Sea. And it is so... I want to be in a K-hole listening to this. <laughs> really pushing the K-hole. Should I try a K-hole? No. It would have to be a Patreon exclusive. We're, you're not going to try ketamine. I don't think I... No. No. I'm not interested in that. No, I think that's not going to be the next move for you. I am literally that meme of Meredith Marks that I posted earlier where she's like, I have never done ketamine. 
I do not do hard drugs. <laughs> Just a little weed. Or maybe you do, and we'll discover new talents. Maybe you're the one who can also speak Spanish after you take it. <laughs> yeah, I don't... Edibles is like, I'm good. You know? Yeah. That's enough for me. I think I think that'll nope, be it I'm not, you. you know, hating on any... Do what you want to do as long as you're not hurting anyone else. Uh, but. Of course. I just don't know if that that would really be your uh, your kind of vibe. Yeah. Who knows? One of my kinds. But then the encore of the week. Whatever. Whatever. Speaking of Spanish. Kind of. <laughs> bop. Bop, 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 bop. Slay. This is all about you. I, oh my God, the joy that I felt in my soul when this dropped. So Kaigo is like literally your number one. Kind of. So this was like... I should say that nothing makes me feel happier uh-huh. than listening to Kaigo music. Then this, yeah, I feel like people don't realize how much this was anticipated for you. Yeah. <laughs> well, because I, for the longest time, I never really talked about my like EDM side because uh-huh. like no one cared. Right. And now you're going to care. Well, this has been doing huge numbers already. I will Good. say. Uh, yeah. The thing is, it sounds a bit dated-ish because it's like, but it's like his sound. It just feels a little bit more robust. Like his production's more robust. There's a more of an orchestral builds that he has now. I don't really know how to describe it. By the way, we're talking about Ava Max and Kaigo's song "Whatever," which interpolates Shakira. Whenever, wherever. Yeah. I would say it's the closest to It Ain't Me with Selena Gomez. I feel like that's the one that... Yeah, this is her sister. This is definitely her sister. And yeah, it interpolates Shakira. So Shakira is getting that check. It's going directly to the government of Spain for the taxes. (laughs) Allegedly. Um, (laughs) And also, (laughs) Gloria Estefan, I completely either forgot or did not know that she was a big part of Shakira's crossover into the English market. We had a great discussion on Discord. Found out that Mr. Estefan was instrumental in bringing her over to the crossover and that Gloria co-wrote on like a bunch of tracks or did like English Slay. translation. She's like very legendary and I feel like super underrated. She's been involved in so much, but that's a whole other story. We're getting- I know there's so many legends there who like are... need more flowers. Yes, but yeah. So this is flowers on top of flowers on top of flowers. But yeah, this is a, uh, you know, interpolation nation grows by the day. I got some DMs that were asking me about this because they were like, is this only Ava's thing now? And it's not, but it definitely is a lane that she's mm, really going down. Like she obviously makes original music too. She's really about those interpolations. Yeah, you know, not every song on Diamonds and Dance Floors is an interpolation, of course. And it's almost like not kind of like the Dua problem. The Ava problem (laughs) is not a bad problem to have either if you think about it. Oh, that diss that was actually the highest compliment in the Discord. That was like, if she's not careful, she's going to become Gen Z's answer to Cascada. And you were like, I hope. Yeah, I said, (laughs) and that would be a blessing. I know. Because Cascada was the same thing. Like she, her music was all like the same four on the floor. Like remakes in four to the floor. In yeah. the same key. Mm-hmm. And you could mix any song into any other song. Yeah. And that was like what made it so great and catchy. Oh my God. The way that they would all sound the same, but it was like perfect. Yeah. You could just blend them all into each other. Yes. But yeah, I it is kind of her thing, but I'm also like, 
when she gets this check from the streaming number, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be worth it. And we forget Cascadas Every Time We Touch is also an, like an interpolation of another song from like the 90s. Mm-hmm. And then the inner version that came out last week, which I'm still on heavy <laughs> yeah. rotation. It's all very cyclical and interpolations can go off. I actually think this song was surprising in full because I it, it turned out to be more It Ain't Me with how it's yeah. constructed. Than, it's a little folky. Like it, yeah. Know who it reminds me of. Mm. And for any of my girls out there who get it, because mm-hmm. I don't really talk about this a lot, mm-hmm. this song is so, the influence of Avicii in this song uh, yeah. is so strong. And I don't want to like, I don't know if I'm going to post this mashup or not, but Wake Me Up by Avicii mm-hmm. goes perfectly over the, like I, there may be voice memos of me singing it that will never see the light of day. But if you can sing Wake Me Up by Avicii over the song and it's the same yeah. like vibe and obviously Kaigo has cited him as an inspiration well, multiple times. if you don't times. make the mix somebody else will so you might have to honestly probably one of the greatest feelings i've ever had in my life as a human being on this planet was the moment that kaigo dropped levels by avici at madison square garden was unlike anything I've, i like literally levitated might have been the truly but whatever i need to go to the avici experience in stockholm yeah i'm just not prepared because it's like i'm gonna cry yeah i do think that that feels like your um pilgrimage that needs to happen <laughs> yeah <laughs> it does i mean i can't you witnessed the one night we were at um, i know it i know how much this these artists mean to you it was that therapy wasn't it and they started playing levels oh yeah and i started crying mm-hmm. on the dance floor mm-hmm. so embarrassing so we're even we're even we're even Please, we're definitely even like, the amount of times soon. i've cried like, on the dance floor because of men soon. <laughs> too soon yeah, I don't think I've ever cried because of a song. It's always just like, he <laughs> stopped looking at me. He's making out with another guy. <laughs> Crying while making out with somebody else. It's so fitting, though. It's very fitting. Anyway. Anyway. To make a long fucking story short, this is a bop. So you are you are pleased. Oh, with are your, you kidding with me? With your guy and your girl. Yes. Yeah. Oh, another thing, by the way, to anyone listening, because I know that there are like, people in the shadows that listen that are like in places you know what i'm saying oh yeah do not spoil anything for me oh at all because i feel like you know something that i don't know with kai do you know anything about this album no i really don't okay i've sent some emails on your behalf but i don't (gasps) but i don't know anything okay nobody spoil me yeah i think we're getting a pop record i cannot confirm this i don't want spoilers is my point because okay okay when he posted the little cloud teaser sitting at the piano, I was like literally shaking and crying. Okay. And that feeling is so hard to come by these days. Yeah. So I'm trying to um, protect my peace. I support it. Yeah. I support it. Like you with Girls Aloud. It's when, the same. When they were like leading up to it. Yes. You know that it's like, it's butterflies yeah. that you get. You're like, oh my God, I'm so excited. Yeah. We all have our artists that we still, that just give us that buzz. Yeah. Someone feels that way about Can't Get Enough. <laughs> it's true though everyone yes has, everyone feels i dated a j lover once it was really well, briefly but yeah yeah oh was that the reason why no oh <laughs> right i could get enough like, to be oh, honest go, i got go enough. harder we can get on the floor <laughs> yeah but no it's true everybody's got there's somebody that that they, they stand yeah that does that for them so no spoilers please and i will say that ava looked gorgeous in the video Ugh, it's so good. 
And now I do wonder how this affects her. You know, is she going to collab with him more? Is he, like, is he going to produce her album? Or if it's a one-off? You never know. I think he's going to do... Because It Ain't Me was followed by the Ellie song. Oh, yeah. And more of those, like, pop records. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's... I, oh, my God. Who's going to be next? There has to be another Queen of Pop next. BB feels like an obvious oh. answer. BB, Rita. Ooh, well, Truly he's done the, the Albani- Carry On. Oh, that's true. Bop. The Albanian block. The Pikachu to- song. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. We need BB. Also, he needs to tap back into the... Um, I have ideas. Mm. Anyway. Well. His legend slot of like um, hot stuff and higher love. Mm-hmm. He needs a Mariah song in there. I'm not going to say which one I think he should do. Okay. But I would add that into the legend slot. You have ideas. Because that's a collection. Mm-hmm. There's like the legend collection. There's the Queens of Pop collection. Also, the one single cover that they were using as promo was giving PCD album cover vibes Photoshop together. Oh. Which I was giggling at. Oh. With them together, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. The shadow was like not... You can always... It's the shadowing. Well, a lot of these dance pop collaborations do the fake photos together. Yeah. I get them all the time for them. And it's always like, just get them in the same room, please. Like, can we just do that? But... Global lighting effect. <laughs> Photoshop. Get the lighting on us, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm happy that you're satisfied because that's this is your this is your king. Going to be my number one most played at the end of the year. Saying it now. Don't want to oh. hear about it later. Just noting that for now. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I have a I have a song that will likely be my most played coming out next month. I think. Which I are we talking about the after? Actually? Oh, the new Heidi Montag song that she's teasing. <laughs> that too. Oh yes. Well, we have a lot more to discuss. There's a lot incoming there is and we are going to be discussing those in the after show Mm -hmm. as well as exposing (laughs) the luann de la receipts (laughs) screenshots it's actually really i didn't brad doesn't i don't even know it's gonna be a late breaking reveal yeah um and we'll do it live but yeah our after show is over on patreon every week after the show as always Mm mm-hmm and until next week, Thursday is the Icon live chat. You are also hosting Well Yes, well, yes. on That's Friday right. night. Shout out to DJ John Ali. We are doing our, well, our, it's his party, Well Yes, but he's invited me back as a host. So swing on by if, you, if you've not yet come by. It's, it's a cool, chill vibe. It is. Well Yes and. Yeah, at the No Bar in, uh, at the Standard downtown. So, Well Yes. You can see the, I post the flyers and stuff on social media. Yeah, check out our socials. Yeah, hit us up on MySpace. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, until next week. We will. See you. Soon. Whenever. Whenever. Slay! (laughs) If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.